Did you know there's a big change coming to those TLS certificates, more commonly known as SSL? Tim Callen joins us today to talk about those issues and what you need to know on this bonus episode of The Business of Tech. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Tim, excited to talk to you today. Really excited to be here, Dave. Now, I understand there's an, a coming issue with TLS certs that we need to be all thinking about. Now, you, you want to you wanna give me a little bit of a brief about what that issue, what that change is and what it means? Absolutely. So TLS, commonly referred to as SSL, of course, are the basic certificates that we use to secure our servers that are everywhere, right? They're absolutely ubiquitous. And we're all used to them. We've been using them for a long time. So there was a very important announcement earlier this year. On March 3rd, the Google Chromium Root Store, which are the people who decide what uh, certificates will be trusted by Chrome and Android, announced on a public page that they maintain that they intend to reduce the lifespan, the maximum term of an SSL certificate to 90 days. Now, to put things in perspective, Dave, right now the maximum term is 398 days, which basically equates to 13 months, and they want to take it down to 90 days, which is less than a quarter. And this will be very impactful to everybody who uses public certificates. Now, I, I've deployed these myself. This is often, particularly in smaller organizations, this is a very manual process. Uh, it's typically been something that's not hard, right? You go in there, you do, do an upload, you pay your money, you get back the new, the new certificate. But when it's only a year, that's, you know, that, that's, that's not how extensive a, of a change are you expecting this to, to be? This is dramatic. I mean, so, so once upon a time, people could buy five-year certificates, 10-year certificates. You put a certificate on the machine and you leave it there until you retired the machine that time has been going down over over the last few years so it went down to three years then two years then one year with this change somewhere along the line you hit a point where the difficulty of doing things manually becomes very oppressive and we think that 90 days really is that threshold even with the change from two years to one year's one year, there were a lot of complaints about people who said, this is just too much work. It's too frequent. And once we're doing these things every 90 days, you know, you say it's not hard and it's not, but what if they're forgotten? What if they're not done on time? And this is error prone. People can make errors. And the trouble, of course, is once these certificates expire, even if, if you either didn't get them before they expired or you messed it up when you were swapping them out, 
now things just stop working. Now it's outage time. And so the risk of something bad resulting of this reduction for most businesses has gone up dramatically. Now, what are the approaches, particularly if I'm thinking about this from an IT service provider, right? Mm-hmm. Who's, who's going to be working with a number of their customers and all different needs? You know, what are the ways you can think about a- approaching this from a more automated perspective? Yeah, it's got to be automated. I mean, I'm glad you used the word automation. We've got to look at automation solutions. And there are a few options available in that regard. And one of them is there's a protocol called ACME, ACME, Automated Certificate Management Environment. And ACME is not ubiquitous, but it is far and away the most commonly supported API. And the number of applications and platforms and operating systems that supports ACME is large and is growing all the time. So one solution is you could build in an automated solution around ACME. And that can go a long way. Uh, Another solution to consider is you think of what the category people call certificate lifecycle management or CLM. And what CLM does is it is a bespoke designed application. Could be on-premise, but most of the time it's SaaS, which is really a better way to do this, that you can use, which will go, it'll see your certificates, it'll know what they are, it'll give you management and support reports and visibility, automatic renewal automatic installation if something like Acme is in place. And by doing that, you can really, you can first of all, just take most of that workload away and you reduce the risk of error or a missed certificate dramatically. And so we really recommend that people look into a CLM solution as a possibility and they look into an automated solution, especially Acme. Now, how much are you expecting the web hosters to try and take this? This seems like a, an obvious kind of bid for them to expand their business, you know, auto check that credit card cycle and, and do it automatically. How much are you expecting them to manage and make money off? This? In the event that a web hoster is managing your certificates, that's a very slick solution, right? Because the webs, the web hosters definitely have the technical chops to get this right. They have full-time development. They automate a lot of stuff already. This is kind of the world they live in. And adding this as another solution, like to some degree, if I'm working, if I have a web hoster that's providing my certificates today already, this is already happening. It's just happening once a year instead of once every whatever, two months, right? And so in that regard, you just sort of change the cadence of things. And for them... We think those guys are in pretty good shape, but there is a vast set of businesses, and this doesn't have to even be the Global 1000, right? This can be just regular small to medium businesses that aren't doing it that way, that they have their servers, they have their certs, they're managing and controlling it, and they want to maintain visibility on what they're doing. And so for those guys, I don't know that your web hoster is that neat little get out of jail free card that it would be otherwise. Makes sense. Now, now, what are you seeing kind of broadly and knowing that any of these generalizations are entirely loose? <laughs> sure. But if, I, if I'm if i trying to sort of just classify types of customers in a vague sense, what are you seeing as sort of the size or or profile of customers that are going to be much more, you know, relevant for that automatic certificate lifecycle management style solution? So, so much of it depends on what you're using because 
if 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 the other elements in your environment do support something like acme then you meet that profile right then that's great um and if you don't then that's not so it doesn't necessarily hit what we would normally expect you might say oh well the big companies they're going to be the ones who are fully automated oh yeah but the big companies also are oftentimes the people are running something that's been in place for 30 years right and 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 that's that's tends to be the stuff that doesn't support acme so uh, you know I think we're looking for technically savvy, right? Technically savvy organizations are going to be more likely to take this on themselves. Uh, I think uh, it's it's a little harder if you're in a different kind of business and you're just looking to, uh, you know, you have to have electronic things because everybody does, but it's not really your expertise. For that business, they're probably going to need some kind of outside help um uh people who are in the tech space are probably going to do this themselves and that's reasonable to be expected size wise it this covers everybody like like this is one of those odd technical problems that applies to every business in every category every geography every business size <laughs> like like we're all gonna have to deal with this everything we do is digital these days and so it's it's really going to hit the, the broad spectrum in terms of everyone needs a solution. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Okay. Now, for, the, for those of us that are trying to put this into some kind of context, help me understand the relationship between kind of this certificate management piece, piece and the larger idea of digital identity management. Like, how, how does it fit into that context? Sure. So identity is a bigger idea, right? Identity is right. how do you know that a digital actor is really that digital actor? And it could be all kinds of things. It could be a server. It could be me logging in. It could be a task. It could be a container in a containerized environment. Any one of those things needs to be identified because if it's not identified, that could be something doing something bad, right? And so right. digital identity applies at that very kind of high level. Now, if you break down to how is that done from a computer science perspective, it's done using certificates and certificates and capsule public private key pairs. And there's a whole conversation that we don't have time to get into on that. Right. But at the end of the day, these are just the pragmatic little things. They're little files. These files exist on servers or machines or phones or whatever somewhere. And they, they cryptographically ensure that the the device or the actor really is or the process really is what they say and without them everything falls apart and the trouble with certificates is every certificate expires they all do and they all are everywhere and if we're depending on these certificates to exist then when they expire everything stops working that's the point and so gotcha. that's how we get in trouble 
<laughs> gotcha. So, so there's a certain degree of like, so how is, is the amount of time left, essentially whatever's left on your previously signed uh, certificate so that if you got lucky and signed, got a year one right before the change, you've got the longest amount of time. And if you're coming up for renewal, is it's it's sooner. Is that the way to think about this? Yeah, the, the existing certificates are going to be allowed to keep going. They're not going to make us go kill all the certificates that were issued before some kind of deadline comes. That's not how these guys ever do it. Uh, but somewhere along the line, they're going to roll in and they're going to say, now the maximum term used to be this. Oops. But now it's going to be this, right? And then right. we all just have to fit into what that means in terms of, um, you know, how we operate. So some time will come and time to renew will come and I won't be able to get a 398-day cert, cert anymore. I'll get a 90-day cert and that'll be what I get to live with. And by then, by that time frame, if that's not automated, that's when I, I start to, my risk factor goes up. Gotcha. So if you're an IT organization, you know, particularly a services one that's serving a diverse group of customers, give me sort of like the top one or two things that you think they should be looking for if they want to embrace automation. Like what are the criteria for a solution that they should make sure are priorities for? Them? So automated uh, discovery is a huge one, right? Because we've talked about, well, these certificates expire and these cause you a problem. One of the things that we see is lots of organizations don't have, uh, they don't even know all the certificates that they're using. There's a concept we call of rogue certificates. Someone goes and gets certificates and puts them in a system and you don't even know they're there, right? So automated discovery is a big one. And then visibility, you want to be able to see everything you have. And then automated deployment, renewal and deployment. So ideally, I'm going to go, I'm going to run through my environment. I'm going to say, okay, here's a report with my certificates. Here's when they're expiring. Automatically renew these. Click, 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 click. And then I'll provision a new one. And if you're lucky, it will even deploy it for you. Gotcha. Well, Tim, yeah. you've given us a lot to work on, so I appreciate the insights. If people are looking to learn more and keep track of some of these kinds of issues, what, what what's a great resource for them to look at? So I actually am the co-host of a podcast that's focused on PKI, digital identity, and digital certificates. It ca it's called Root Causes. That's a pun. Uh, a PKI and Security Podcast. If you just search for Root Causes, you can find us, and we're constantly keeping you up to date on 90-day certificates, post-quantum cryptography, and a whole bunch of other things that are directly related. Awesome. This has been super interesting. Tim, thanks for joining me today. Dave, it was my pleasure. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines posted at businessof.tech. Like the content? Support the show at patreon.com slash mspradio or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. If you want to reach our listeners, visit mspradio.com slash engage.
part of the MSP Radio Network.